Hey guys, Jarrell here from the Nerdy Bunch and also from the Game is for Life podcast, a Nerdy Bunch production where myself and my co-host Arthur Thomas talk all things games, uh, former GameStop employees that are super into games. We talk about gaming news, game culture, gaming things, have different guests and hosts. So be sure to check it out every Saturday. Yeah, and I'll yell at things. I'll be there too. Thanks, guys. Hey everyone, this is Clarissa. Just wanted to remind you that I had a podcast drop called Ton Talk. It dropped last Friday, and every Friday we will air a new episode. So catch up and talk all things Star Wars along with my co-host Isabel. We are a Nerdy Bunch production. We are really excited to be here and get the ball rolling. So again, may the force be with you and listen along to Ton Talk. In a galaxy not so far, far away, a group of nerds assemble to give you the hottest takes on pop culture. Shows, video games, and anything nerdy. Hold on to your butts. You're listening to the Nerdy Bunch. Here's your host, Caleb. Hello, folks. Today is an awesome podcast we're going to be, or movie we should be talking about today, and it is called Starship Troopers. Really, kind of a pretty old film, but a classic to me. And uh, today I'm joined by Ivan, Gerald, Arthur, Clarissa, and Ellie. So uh, let's just get down to it, guys. How How's everyone doing first off, I guess? Ooh, good. Good. Yeah, good, 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 yeah. Nice. Pretty well. Surviving. Following, huh? following COVID rules, you know, staying live. <laughs> yes, absolutely. wearing a mask. <laughs> Not some cat. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, the first topic I'd like to ask is who would like what? Um, everyone's like, uh, is this your first time watching it? Second time? Bajillion's time? Because I know for me, I used to watch this movie as a baby. Like I'm talking like three, four years old. I'd watch this shit on VHS constantly. Like, and like, I watched it so much, I actually broke the VHS tapes, um, reel or whatever. It would get rewinded so much, it actually snapped. So they actually had to go, my parents had to go buy me a brand new one. And just to say, my parents are not the best because they, that game, that show, movie is very, very, very rank, I have to say. (laughs) Anyways, I. I saw it back when I was younger, and I had not seen it since then. I'd only seen it the one time. So revisiting this movie this past week uh, definitely brought back a lot of interesting, <laughs> a lot of interesting things. Yeah, for me, it was the very, very first time watching it. Arthur gives me shit about it. Uh, um, <laughs> but yeah, it was really good, honestly. Like, I'm surprised I've never seen it. And I've heard mm-hmm. of it here and there, but it's not like one of those things where, like, it caught my attention for some reason. And then... You brought it up, and then I watched uh, a clip of it, and then I just last night I started watching it, and it was really good. Yeah, I, I, I get an Ivan a lot for movies he hasn't seen, and I'm like, have you not seen this? Like, I know Netflix's recommend list is all over the place sometimes, but when it's accurate, yeah, you should really pay attention to that. Their algorithm got a lot better, because... I'm on the side of seeing this for the bajillionth time. Like I, I didn't even rewatch this. I didn't even rewatch it for the podcast. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm, good. I'm, I'm like, yeah. Oh, that was me too. I was like going through. I'm like, oh, I remember this part. He says this, and I'm like quoting the entire yeah. movie. I'm like, oh, he says this next, and I'm just all. Oh. Yeah, but it's memory lane for me. I just love this movie so much for myself. Ellie, was this your first, second, bajillionth? It was my second time. I saw it. Ooh. 
I, th- I don't know, way back. I don't remember when. Oh, okay. So you're kind of, kind of first. Yeah, kind of first, but I remember the reaction I had for it, and it was a meh reaction. <laughs> it's it's okay. I think it's a little oh, long. What? It is long. I'll it's agree because there's like my liking. Like you don't even know the climax till you get to the point of the climax. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you just go through so much of the movie and you just don't even realize like oh this problem happened this problem happened this problem happened and it's like it just like starts and starts and starts and over and over and like like four separate times it happens and that's why i like it too because it's like long and, and um another thing was like i liked the fact that it was long and because like this is a completely different world if you think about it like i'll get into that more later but it's really interesting anyways Jarrell, is this was this your first uh technically i think this is my second time i remember bits and pieces like years ago um of watching this and being like oh this is so cool like seeing all the gore and stuff Mm -hmm. um but i feel like now i feel like that everything that happened around the movie is even more interesting than the movie itself but it is a cult classic nonetheless oh i agree like i like there's um there's even uh there was a second and third one came out that was like live action, but the, the second one sadly didn't have the actual actors, but it was a separate like world and timeline of what the fuck's going on, but still within that realm. And then Starship Troopers 3, that brought back uh, Johnny Rico and shit like that, which was quite sick and cool. But then there was the animated versions, which I think there's like four or five of them, and they're, they're apparently really good because... Um, uh, one of them was actually where they went to Mars, and that was apparently the best one, they say, nowadays. Right? They really went all out. Yeah. Really, oh, they went all out. It surprised me, um, rewatching it again, the production value. I had to look it up. They had a budget of uh, $100 million. I was like, wow, they really, they really gave them the green light and were really behind this movie when they were making it because some of the graphics, I mean, some of the explosions, all the technical stuff was huge. I mean, I was pretty impressed with what they could get oh, done. Yeah. I thought it was kind of like, low budget, but really, it, it wasn't at all. It, it wasn't. Like, if you look at the Warrior the warrior books, holy shit, they look real as crap. They, like, like that thing looks terrifying. Like, imagine fucking going against a 10-foot-tall bug that can slice you to bits in seconds. And, it and like, I don't know if you guys know this, but they don't eat them. They don't eat the humans. They don't eat the soldiers. They don't eat anything. They They... They don't need to eat. They just survive till they die. And then that's it. They're done. That's what I was thinking. Like, because the planets are very empty. And I'm like, so what do yeah. they eat? Well, and they're just tearing them apart. They're not really doing anything. So it's just for fun, shits and giggles. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing I was uh, like talking about with my girlfriend about was what if those planets actually were like all tropical and floral and all that. But then once the bugs come there, they just eat everything in the area. And it just turns into those deserted desert-like planets well they probably just yeah they destroyed everything but i don't know how they stay alive or maybe they just don't need to eat they just uh keep reproducing and reproducing and take over planets probably because like um that's that's the thing i like too was that uh, at the beginning if you guys know us there was that research doctor who was like yeah these things are super freaking advanced he has no ego it doesn't need to eat the sand bug or whatever that they were dissecting on by the way that bug is humongous i could not imagine dissecting that it's like dissecting a fucking cow holy crap (laughs) they were just digging around in there like just pulling yanking out all the organs and stuff like nothing yeah yeah i'll I'll say though they made that shit look realistic 
like that the guts and everything being realistic both i'm pretty sure those were cow crap too like cow stomach cow heart and all that stuff for when they filmed it yeah i think that's oh. what they used as the pieces rather than getting making fake crap anyways Okay, so now here's the one that's probably going to tear my heart out is uh, what did everybody think about it? I'll start with Jarrell. Um, <laughs> so I think um, – so it's funny how we, we have these, these, these types of movies, right, where it's either like super over the top or just like mad corny and like mad ridiculous, but there's still a huge appreciation for. And I feel like – this is definitely one of those movies that is within that particular category. Like you have to, it's one of those movies where like you have to appreciate it for what it is. And if uh, similar to like, say like a uh, running man or total recall, which this director, you directed total recall. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't know that. So yeah. So he's a part of that, you know, he's a part of that type of genre, specifically when it comes to like action movies, like there was a lot put into this film. Yeah. And oh, if you were to so really, and if you were to really watch like what what is the one thing in this movie that's probably like the best thing about it, definitely when it comes to, like the action scenes and everything, they they went hard. So cool. I appreciate it for what it is. It's not a movie that I watch every day like Caleb or I did watch every day. But it's definitely a movie that I there's a there's a there's definitely it's definitely a memorable film that, you know, is gonna be in the books. So well, um, one thing I also uh, found out about it, so that um, scene when they're in the showers and everything like that, the actors, most of the actors weren't actually up for being completely nude during that filming, but they came down with um, like a way to do it. So what the direct, the director said, okay, what would make you guys more comfortable to do this scene? Because I'm like, they're like, there's no way, like, like the director wanted the scene in just to show like them talking at actually how kind of life it is in those barracks. Like there's nothing hidden from everyone. Everyone's out in the open. They're breaking fucking arms. They're breaking hands. Like they don't care. It's there. And um, so what they decided to do was that, there was only two people who actually filmed that entire scene. It was the camera guy who is actually a nudist and the director. And both of them were butt ass naked as well during that filming. And that's what the actors decided would be like fair enough for them kind of thing. Cause then it's like, Oh yeah, well then we're just all in shower. Like it's basic. Like, Cause you know, that's how prison is. And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's kind of insane. It's like, this how, person has to be naked so I can yeah. be naked. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. intimate and detailed just to get that shot. Like they could have just at least oh. been in towels. I mean, I guess, but <laughs> they could have, but like, and the thing too, that's why I like this was cause they didn't, they didn't hold anything back. You literally see a guy's face get blown off from bullets, heads getting chopped off, arms getting ripped off. People turn into fucking skeletons. Like, they went all out with the freaking like death scenes, the goriness. I like that's why I like it is because the goriness. Because like you don't see much goriness in nowadays. Like yeah, there's some in the horror films and stuff like that, but you could just tell when it's kind of like faked or over exaggerated and stuff. But to me, like when I watched, it, I was like, oh wow, like I feel like that's actually how it would have looked. Like that's probably what would have happened with that kind of crap and everything like that. I really yeah, appreciate are. that as well. I yeah, think oh, that's yeah. what really caught my attention too was the gore, um, the you know bodies getting chopped in half or whatever. I thought it was so great, and I really appreciated that. I just don't like the bug. The brain bug really grossed me out, so I was like, I don't think I can oh, look, look right. at it. Yeah. But oh, other, other than that, I I really love the story, and I love the banter between all of them. Uh, 
you know, all the soldiers because it reminded me very much of Alien. Uh, the little love story there yeah. reminded, reminded me, honestly, of Lost Stars, the book, the Star Wars book, uh, just because they both want to join, but then they get kind of torn apart and all that. But I love the banter between all of them. I think it's really funny. And they had a really great dynamic and the oh, yeah. he, dynamic he's, with all her, around. he's with her and she's with him kind of story. I like that, even though oh, that wasn't like, the point of it at all. They're trying to find this. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get to that Carmen bitch <laughs> later. <Yeah>. Anyways, <laughs> Ivan, what was your thoughts on it since this was like your first ever time watching this? Uh, I really liked it, honestly. It was, uh, like Clarissa and um, Jarrell said, it, like, just all the gore and all the special effects, or the visual effects, I mean. it's I didn't I didn't expect it to, you know. Be that good. Out, like, yeah. And <laughs> it just got me, like, in there. I, I hate bugs, so that's support oh, I didn't like. I just everyone hates them. I love the shot of the kids, you know, do your part in your community, and the kids are smashing all the cockroaches and like, jumping on them, and going crazy. To me, that was the teacher. That was the fucking teacher who did it. But to me, that was like, oh my, that's like such a dystopian world. Oh, yeah. If you think about it, this girl is like happy, excited for these kids to be mercilessly killing these bugs. Like, yes, do more. Like, it's just, it just bleh, creeped me out all the time. And uh, I like the the style that they delivered the news. It reminded oh. me like back of the old days how they would give news at the theaters, you know, because there wasn't TV back then. So yeah, um, they would do like um, uh, they'll say the news in the theater. It kind of reminded me of the style when they would say the news. Yeah, um, yeah. So but, I thought oh, that was pretty cool as well. Such a dystopian world, though. Like. Um... I, I love the fact of that they showed um, they actually explained what happened if you guys didn't catch that but it was the military that took over democracy they destroyed democracy the military so they made the entire world become a military front so like the president of the world is a guy named the Scar sky marshal who's military like that's like that's their world is all military and um, I just I just like like that idea because like that's in an essence like what would happen if the nazis fucking won if you think about it like they're controlling everything they're watching everything it's a military might world no democracy nothing so i do understand get... if they if they served they became a citizen so i know yes. that, that so johnny's parents you... were against him um becoming like a soldier or fighting are they not citizens they're not civilians only the military okay. people are citizens and the military people so the citizens are the only ones allowed to vote so i think there's some voting for like a, a sky marshal or whatever but that's it there's nothing else and like that's how i, I was gonna say like what like what kind of dystopian world is that like you have to fucking work ho very hard in the essence of i have to pay money and or give up my life just to be able to vote or and that's it and stuff like it's just like oh my to yeah, me I thought, I thought that was probably the to me like watching it now in 2020 i find that to be more interesting than the action itself just mm. because of the message the world yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, I remember I was watching I was watching a video about Starship Troopers, and they're saying how a lot of those scenes it mirrors uh, it mirrors a lot of campaigning for like the Nazis, like as far yeah, as like, exactly how they look, yeah. costumes and everything, and this like authoritarianism type of uh, type sure. of role. Yeah. So I found yeah. that I found that to be really interesting. Yeah, Carl with his like long so black jacket when he walks in at the end. 
That's um, uh, I think yeah. that's SSS. I yeah, believe that's what it's based off of. Definitely. And Arthur, what were your thoughts? I mean, like I said, I'm on the bajillionth end of watching this. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Like, cause this is this because this movie was the last movie for a long time that was rated R when PG thirteen yeah. took over the That's world. I'm like, dude, when people die, there's blood. Can I see blood? No. Yeah. Okay. When people die, yeah. they say fuck. Can I hear you cuss? No. Fine. We just gotta get used to this PG thirteen era of it's meant for young adults i feel like we're still kind of in that era right now because like yeah there's rated r but it's like they swear that's it there's no blood there's no gore there's nothing like that's why i personally like saw movies because it's like they brought back that gore they brought that all back like sometimes they don't really show it but like other times they do and stuff like that which is pretty cool saw Saw brought back r for for the horror but not for everything else like i don't know if you remember it was a big deal they had a fight to make deadpool r like that's how like, right. That's, I remember that. Yeah, PG thirteen. That's how much they love PG thirteen. Like for me, Logan, Deadpool, um, this John Wick are movies of like why it's good to have R. It's real. Like R, it's realistic. It, 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 yep. And you're you're just you're just like it's attached to this movie of like wow that happened because we're just used to so many PG thirteen stuff. Yeah, a lot, a lot of it honestly is just a um, it's a business decision as far as yeah. like to have like the kids and the parents and all these different types of market just to get to boost up that box office. But it's just all about like you know sac- like that to sacrifice like the art, you know. So yeah. it's like if you're gonna if you want the art to have something where it's completely violent, then just and just do it. Just don't expect to make you know a bajillion bajillion dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and, and- and like one thing Dre was saying is like this is definitely towards like let's pick a thing and go over the top, over the top gore, over the top everything. Like even their football oh, is like yeah. not NFL. He's fucking flipping through the football. air. I'm dogging them happen. out of the game kind of thing. And like I know it's too like that was a very, very short field. Like that was only <laughs> like what 70 yards in total? Like that's it. I was yeah, and you know, everything is over the top, like their neon uniforms. Did like it's cool, like it's it's it. Uh, I can't. I think of the word mixed gender, whatever. Like uh, Dizzy's, like Dizzy's playing too. Dizzy's yeah. blocking, just like chucking dudes their elbows, and I'm like, this is the best football game I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like a rugby football version, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. rugby, yeah. I'm gonna fucking destroy you, and it's football yeah. rules. <laughs> rugby prevents <laughs> future. <laughs> yeah. We'll ever get <laughs> yeah and at least uh, football survived at least football survived in the future <laughs> yeah uh, uh ellie what were your thoughts on it um it was okay i could understand like why oh. people love this movie and stuff um <laughs> i did enjoy i'll always enjoy a good special effects movie yeah so yeah, i yeah. i enjoyed like the way the bugs and the had oh. it out and like the detail and intricacy of it all. Ooh, but so it much intricacy. It was just okay to me. Um, <laughs> it's you. You brought up the shower scene, and I think that's the one thing that it got engraved when I first saw the movie that I always remember of, because I was so shook to see like all this male and females in there, and they're not. Yeah, that, that was like, a pretty shocking no moment. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 
So that, that was a pretty uh, eye-opening moment. I, like I remember when I was watching it, like when I was older, like because like my parents told me like, yeah, you watch it all the time when you were a kid. They're like, okay, and then I watched it when I was older. I'm like, oh, I remember these parts and whatever. I'm like, wait, they're fucking butt ass naked in there. What? What's going on? Why did you let me watch this? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Anyway, so well, well, here's another big topic I really wanted to talk about was this world. So I don't know if you guys noticed, like for the technology wise, it is so funny to kind of see how it is. Like, you know how a lot of movies are like, oh, this is how it's going to be in the future. We're going to have this yeah, <laughs> and that, blah, blah, blah. But to me in this world, it was different. They figured out space travel way faster than anything. Like, if you think about it, our phones right now, I can go anywhere in the world and I can almost always get a perfectly good reception. Yet these fucking guys can't even go across the, the world slightly and they can't get a perfect reception. Like they're carrying giant tactical bags and everything like that just to be able to talk upwards and everything like that. And I'm like, what the hell are they doing? Like, like that's not how the world became or whatever. They don't even have cell phones in their pocket or anything like that. I was like, wait. Their world is different, though. This is a completely different universe. They figured out space travel faster than they could figure out communications. So it's – and, uh, like, um, the other thing I noticed, too, was the medical field. Like, if you guys noticed all the little tiny details of when that guy broke his arm in the mil- in the uh, boot camp or whatever, he had, like, a blue liquid on, and he was healed within, like, a month, not even. And – um. When were, they, were, they, like, were they made advances in one place as they definitely did it in another? Yeah, <laughs> and it was just like, for me, it was just interesting to see all that technology and everything like that. Like, um, and it was just like cool to me to see like uh, how other people, like especially directors, like would think this world would advance. And like, I completely understand the military might though. Like they're the fucking military. Of course they're going to advance military weapons. Like, I don't know if you guys noticed those freaking bullets in there. Those are like freaking, oh my, like 50 caliber rounds and their weapons that are like black yeah, they, tip were, they were going for rounds after rounds. Like they, it was dropping shell casings. Like it was dropping bullets but they were just going to town and i was like are they not ever going to run out of ammo like i don't know what kinds of guns those were but they were just going and going yeah the, those things do not exist but like <laughs> the closest those thing guns. i can think of they look like m16 a1s like that's the closest thing i can think they were and it are a famos kind of thing and it was like really weird i was like i can't even think of what the hell these weapons look like and the funny thing i noticed too was their scope so that one guy in the roughnecks his scope was like this giant contraption <laughs> i was like what the heck is that thing like, it doesn't it even like do anything headlight. it looked like Pardon? a car's headlight or like yeah i could headlight. totally see that be a car's hit freaking headlights distract with that <laughs> tent thing <laughs> i like the bantha looking tank thing that he would that uh johnny was in when his leg was like pierced through and he yeah kind of that was cool was, like, like it was like, his leg repairing it really fast like that and like in three days he came from like a practically a crippling wound and he's able to walk fight that freaking fast i was like holy crap that's crazy <laughs> i still but, remember that scene of like dizzy quinn the glass of like hey you're dead you're dead that was a good one oh they're all so now, honestly so upbeat and cheerful like and i get oh, the yeah. banter and like, banter and them messing around with each other but you know when their home of buenos aires is you know demolished and you see they're sad and people are dead but they're back to joking around and like they lost a bunch of soldiers out on the field but they're back to messing 000. around 
was like, I get thousand in one hour. Yeah, I get them being being cheerful, but I was like, uh, a ton of people just died. I don't know how cheerful you guys would be. Yeah, look at this, Johnny. Look at this. That's their norm. It's so. You know what I thought was so weird about this whole world? So when they do the advertisements online that you click and stuff. I laughed every time because they will show the gore. They showed all the dead bodies. They showed everything. But yet when they stick a thing into the face of the brain. A cow too. They didn't show a cow getting ripped apart. They censored that too. Yeah, I, I don't like, get it. That makes no goddamn sense. That's, that's how dystopian this world is. It's it's completely propaganda. That's what it is. They're, they're like, it's propaganda. Like, oh, this is what the bug can do to you. But we don't care about the cows. Like, those are nice cows we don't want to show that but like this is what we want to show to you like this is can happen to you if you don't listen to us or follow our rules kind of thing and like i did love that infomercial kind of stuff though but oh just rank 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 propaganda and everything like they literally would show a live execution tonight at six all met <laughs> all live i was like oh my really a guy's getting killed and you're just gonna broadcast all of it and his freaking trial is like you're guilty oh you're you're dead now okay bye the but, transitions of the news reminding the tr- like the transitions or the swipes on the news reminding me of sports center i don't know why i was like oh wow okay i just i just <laughs> Sports Center when they did the transition. It's like, next up, John, the weather. It's a very interesting choice of like of editing for the director to do commercials like that or news updates or propaganda commercials, things like that, because you kind of can't try to figure out the tone of the movie because it's kind of fun because of the friendships and like the love story. And then it's like kind of dramatic and serious because of how gory and like crazy it is. People are dying. But then it's funny when they throw commercials like that, like right in between. They, there's no, they just abrupt commercials. I didn't understand what the tone was. Kids fighting over bullets. Like, I want it. I want the gun. I want to shoot it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the tone the tone was weird oh. in that part. It's like all of Buenos Aires is dead. Oh. Look, mom, I'm squishing cockroaches. Yeah. Only good bug is a dead bug. Like, <laughs> oh my. Okay, and um one thing I did uh find very odd though was the fact of like how ill-equipped they were because if you guys didn't notice this they weren't being trained to fight bugs they were being trained to fight humans because when they were doing that live animal exercise what were they shooting they're shooting those jade looking people with guns so i'm like they're not trained to go to war against the bugs why the hell did they send cadets that just came right out of boot camp right into a fucking war zone of where they live literally everybody where they live dying so they just yeah. send out the other yeah. they just had no one else to send that's why at the end when rico's like oh these are babies or whatever like okay cool and they send them out first oh. Oh, I remember when he like brought like he's like he they got uh reequipped from uh cadet uh boot, kids fresh off boot camp. I'm like now those are teenagers. Those are totally teenagers. Not Rico and them are not teenagers. Mm-hmm. But then the thing I was, like eighteen because they just graduated high school or something. Here's the thing I'm wondering about: why don't you think the Federation could have lowered the age to sixteen? 
They could they have the power to do that. So why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they lure the H to sixteen and get them to come join the army right away? Like that's why I was like, oh, that's pretty. That's pretty fucked up, man. Like, ooh. Well, kids out of high school going straight to war. I mean, that was you know that's Vietnam era right there. So exactly, nothing yeah. New, nothing new before. Well, in the in the um, I want to say like before the eighties, a lot of people they joined without even finishing high school. A lot of folks yeah, they joined eleventh exactly. grade, and then they had to either that they they either you know they had to finish it as they were in the military, or they just didn't finish at all. Oh, wouldn't yeah. they get yeah. like permission from parents too as well? Like they could even get into like when they were sixteen, I believe. Or am I thinking wrong? I don't know. Hmm. Not sure. Not sure. Anything before the nineties was a crazy, crazy time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so my next thing now is going to be talking about characters. So let's first talk about Carmen, that bitch. Oh, Whoa, that's my girl. She pissed me off. She pissed me off. She didn't ask Johnny to come up. No, she didn't ask Johnny to join for her. She like, hey, you want to join the army that has like a 100K kill count? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, love I mean, Johnny's an idiot, personally. I, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, don't yeah. really, I don't really blame Carmen for that. Yeah. Because I guess the director wrote it. He wrote, he wrote, like, he wrote it that way, like, intentionally, where it's like the roles are reversed. And, like, instead of, yeah. you know, her joining, you know, her, you know, let's see, because of Johnny, this vice versa. That she has, she, she stops because of her career. I'm like, that's funny. <laughs> that is funny. That's like an everyday thing that happens. Yeah. And you can't blame yeah. Carmen for that. She didn't do anything wrong. And she never, yeah. like, cheated on him or anything. She might have talked to that other dude, but she was. I she know. Was but my one thing, though, is just like, just tore his heart out, like saying, Rico's guy. like, I love you. You took my first time and everything like that. I'm coming with you, kind of thing, like that. And then just like, oh, yeah, so I'm going career, so bye bye. And then, and like, I want to be friends still. Like, that one, oh, that, that, that pisses me off. Oh, I, I mix up the characters. Yeah, that's Carmen. I'm thinking Dizzy. Dizzy's oh, my chick. Dizzy's Fuck awesome. Carmen. I love Dizzy. Yeah. Dizzy's awesome. I mix them up. I mix them up. I was like, oh, yeah, I no. no Carmen, Carmen does suck. Yeah, Carmen. Carmen, Carmen let him down easy. She said it was for yeah. her career. She still cared for him. I don't see how Carmen did anything wrong. She's not yeah, like, I, yeah, I think if I think the genders were reversed, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be considered an issue, you know, mm-hmm. so. I don't, I guess, yeah, but totally not to me. But it, it does, it does lean towards like, like Dizzy's the badass, Carmen's a career woman, and Johnny's just this stupid dude who just happens to be good at killing things. Yeah. Well, Dizzy, yeah, that's Dizzy funny. was trying to get him away from Carmen anyway, so like, even though she didn't actually do anything, she was trying to steal him from Carmen. She's, I mean, she was badass, she was cool, like, uh, out on the field and all that stuff. But she, I don't know, she had her own motives. <laughs> yeah. I just like her early on. It's established that she's like tough as shit. It's like they're dissecting yeah. the bug. And I'm like, I have a thick stomach, but like it was even so then I dissected between that dissecting scene. I'm like, Ugh. and this is like, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty hard. <laughs> the football part, like she's the blocker, everything. She's a quarterback. She was the quarterback. Like literally. Oh, no, wait. I have yeah, she was a quarterback. I just have memories of her like blocking, but no it was her dodging sacks, her dodging tackles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean she did yeah. take her death pretty well too. She was like stabbed through the stomach. <laughs> Four times. Four times she was stabbed through. And she just killed a fucking tanker. I was like, no, no, Jesse, no. 
And uh, my other thing, too, is, like, I'm wondering if these humans are, like, given some kind of medication where they, like, they, like, can take bullets. Because, like, she has a literal two-inch wide hole straight through her, and she's able to slightly walk still and talk. Like, that is instantly shock. You're bleeding the crap out of there. You are dead all accounts. And one thing I noticed, it was like, why did Rico pull out that stem? She might have survived if, like, because, like, they could have stopped. The, the bleeding would have stopped while that arm was in her But Ugh. It's... I don't know. Maybe they couldn't carry her like that. Yeah. I guess. Bulky in terms of space area. Yeah. All right. My next one is uh, Mr. F- Flatcher. Him. My thinking, my, I, I thought he was pretty cool. Like, I loved how they showed him off, and he was like, I don't know if you, uh, for me, I got the vibe that he was kind of more against the army than anything. Like, he's like, he's teaching them, like, yep, democracy fa- uh, failed because the military got rid of it. Uh, what, what about this? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the military killed them. And it's like giving them the facts about it and isn't like, recruiting practically kind of thing and then once he comes back into the military force because his children are all dead he's this badass dude who's like has the best one-liners of fucking around like you're in it till you're dead or i find someone better you're promoted and like that that's just so cool to me and then um yeah i just he was i like cool. people out of misery <laughs> God, that was all. Oh, I was, I was like, oh, like everyone was just staring at him when he killed his second in command. Like, I don't know if you guys knew this. That dude was second in command. That dude was just underneath him. Like, well, I, I was like, like oh. for me, and I was like, I would probably want that too. I was like, shoot yeah, like because I, I was thinking because like that thing would probably just keep stabbing him till yeah. he would slowly bleed out or have poison. I love though. A, a good um what was he what was his position or rank but he was a good uh, like captain. uh lieutenant he was a lieutenant and i like him ordering them to have fun <laughs> bringing beer yeah, and- yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> i i expect the best from you i'll give the best here's the beer <laughs> oh, thank you thank you okay i respect oh, and then that giving rico and dizzy 20 minutes oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah <laughs> That was a good one. <laughs> I went out fighting too. I mean, yeah. that was a pretty, pretty gnarly way to go. Like falling through that sand pit cool. thing and just being like, he was still shooting as he was like, in half. Half. yeah. He was still shooting. He's like, do it, shoot me. Yeah. <laughs> he was pretty bad at. Oh. you know what to do. <laughs> That's an order, son. And then boom, oh, went out like a badass. Went out like a badass. I'm a little biased when I like that guy because he was also the voice of Sam Fisher, um, Splinter Cell. So, oh, oh really? Yeah. He was? Yeah. Oh yeah. There yeah, was so, a badassery. <laughs> and those and the games came out a little bit after this, so it's like it's just really cool to like for me you know, at the time at the era, I'm like watching Starship Troopers, I had the toys, and then all of a sudden I have the game and I'm like, oh, it's that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Ellie, what did you I think was, of? I was like the, oh go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> How do I think of what or, exactly uh, Flatcher. Fletcher uh, or whatever. No, How do you, what was your thought of him, the teacher? Um, he was cool. <laughs> like, it's, I feel like he was just a teacher and trying to kind of like be real about the world, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, so when basically the asteroid hit and destroyed all, all of like everyone he loved, he's like, all right, screw it. I had nothing else to do. Let me just go back to fight. Yeah. And then it, he... it was, yeah. 
He was cool. I, I liked him. I, I liked him a lot. A turning point for Johnny because he, he saved was. Johnny, and then he kind of made him what he was because he just kind of like going up in rank, going up in rank, and then when yeah. Johnny killed that giant bug, like he just made him acting the you know next in command kind of thing. So he really put Johnny where he was and gave him. I don't know. He even they gave him word. the power. He gave yeah. Rico the power to keep going because, like, they never knew. Like, I love how, like, it's like Rico, like, oh, yeah, he's a dumb kid. He's a, just a football kid. He was supposed to go to Harvard because he is on daddy's payroll. And, like, that's what he was supposed to be. But then, no, he joins the military and he's, like, the best of the best out there. Like, he's killing bugs left, right, and center. He, like, when he met a bug, he wasn't scared to fucking take charge and, like, kill them all kind of thing i like him using uh fletcher's line too just like if you're if you're here you do the work or you like don't quit or else like i'll I'll, I'll kill you myself (laughs) yep yep yep. rico's roughnecks yep yep (laughs) yep oh but my my thing too was like um i can't imagine going through the fact of all of a sudden finding out that this like dumb bug to you like not doesn't know anything is very dumb just kind of dangerous sets a fucking trap for you guys like they went from like 50 soldiers down to like what the heck was it what was it uh 27 they went down to 27 people that was it they had started off with 50 and they got cut down to 27 like Dude, that was so many, there were so many of those bugs crawling over the hill. I was like, "This is it! They're just all gonna die." <laughs> yeah. you know what's kind of like ironic to me? Like they have so much, some like so many weapons and everything, but like no one decided to use like missiles or anything like that. I know. <laughs> Why nukes there like launch them there they'd be fucking perfect like wouldn't you plan ahead set up some mines and something so they do come well that's why like they were trying to learn about the brain bug like they were just being selfish and i mean they want to capture idea to learn about this these bugs instead of just blowing them all to bits when they could just easily do it so instead they're like no blow the planet they're like no they have different plans it's like, what happened to military strategy, guys? Like, that direction you win, you go home. Oh, yeah. Why Why didn't they have, like, fucking um, ordinances? You know what I mean? Like, fucking, mm-hmm. air, like, aircraft people to come and assist them. They right. literally had to get one random person, like, hey, we need help at this base. Can you come get us? What are you talking about? We can't get you from there. Are you kidding me? This planet was apparently cleared, and you're not able to come get us. What the fuck? Like, his, oh. his, the, the outpost scene, like his role was brief, but I love the I love the general, the terrified guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're all gonna die. I just like, he, he delivered every it's line. Slammed. Like he knows, like I'm only yeah, screaming. He, for he five fucking minutes. did it. He, I noticed that too when he came jubbling out of that closet. I was like, he fucking he played his acted his heart out there. Like he, even though he had a short bit, he fucking did it well. That's what they do. They suck your brain. And they're they just will... screaming as a bug's falling towards them, about to die. Kind of <laughs> I mean, he wanted to be shot anyway, so... Yeah, he's like, just go ahead and shoot me then. And then Fletcher's like, okay. And we're just like, no, 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 come on. That's like grounds for fucking <laughs> getting dishonorably discharged. It, it, it's really <laughs> random, but I like how in the outpost, the outpost scene, like, that really reminded me how... They gave every bug its own sound effect. Like the flying bugs is like, yeah. 
Like you just like yeah, yeah. slice off someone's like the every time they fly through and they slice off. Yeah, their wings are like razor sharp or some crap like that. And I love the details of all of them. Like all the bugs are so different. Like only like one of them was actually really similar to our bugs. And it's those like sand crawler ones that carried the queen or the 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 queen, the brain bug. Yeah. Those are the only things I have to say that looked similar to our world bugs. And I think I read something about it, but like actually, so the soldier ants or soldiers were actually like resembling uh, soldier ants, but with like praying mantis parts on them. And that's how they came to making those, which I say they did an awesome job. Like that thing is absolutely terrifying and terrible to look at and will haunt everyone's dreams, I have to say. Absolutely. (laughs) And then the tankard bug is cool. They just listen to the brain bug. They just kind of like through their, you know, bug brain waves. They listen I to the brain could, bug. They do. I could give out some, I could give out um, spoilers if you guys desire from Starship Troopers 3. And it actually explains that. Yeah, because then there's the whole be... thing. There's a whole like mind reading thing. Okay. The story too. Yeah, so that those guys are just psychics and they can read each other's mind. Anyways, so that brain bug is actually not the leader. That brain bug is just Ew. meant is like a spy. That's all it is. It's meant to collect uh, intelligence and carry on. But it does have the capability to mess with people's minds if they're very close with each other. Like they have to be within close proximity of that bug for a long period of time to actually get that connection built up. But there's actually another bug that's the actual leader bug, which is like the king bug. And it actually takes over planets. Like it breeds the planet. And that thing is actually telekinetic and is able to speak to people's minds without really knowing them. And it's it's ugly. It's really (laughs) ugly. Like, if you want to search up uh, Starship Troopers no. 3 Marauder um, King no. Bug, you will see how ugly What's and gross again? it looks that? like. Uh, Starship uh, Troopers 3 Marauder. Uh, it's on Crackle for free. I just Googled it. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and yeah, they're like, yeah, it's like, like the brain bug is cool. And I can do scary movies, but I can't do the bugs. <laughs> <laughs> the bugs they're gross they're just too gross they're too they're too gnarly for me yeah. like science fiction or like horror-ish stuff it's like when it comes to like top five um fictional armies you don't want to fight that's <laughs> guys are up there man oh yeah, yeah. fuck yeah uh, yeah I, mean, these dudes. I know that their guns like have you know an unlimited amount of rounds or whatever but they it took a while just to bring one down and they had like 10 guys on just one bug shooting like crazy if you notice like how ill-equipped they were because like at the beginning or when they first went to klindathu their bugs home world it literally took like 12 dudes to take down one and that was after like a full make each of them to shoot it and and when i saw the infomercial like hey shoot here i'm like why don't them know they know that like don't you think the soldiers should be told that that's and then those missiles they had worked those missiles they had worked really well but they just didn't use it as often and the like mini you said, nukes yeah yeah like you said before <laughs> it was interesting that they were kind of being trained to kill humans because that knife scene when it's like why are we even using knives when you know our opponent you we could just press a button or something and then he like stabs his hand it's like well your opponent it wouldn't be a, an opponent is not your a human you know like you're trying oh, to pressing buttons yes buttons. but yeah. i'm wondering if that's the point they're actually training them to help against resistances because um 
uh in actually marauders the third one it actually really go talks about the resistance like of people actually resisting uh, uh like the the government or whatever and everything going on there and um like i'm wondering if that's what they're really being trained for was to fight resistance and it just happened to be that those bugs just have to start a war so they just like okay well now we got to go to war against them for attacking us and blah 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 so it's like this war on bugs was kind of the meantime thing, or it was like the immediate kind of threat that they had to fight, yep. but really they were secretly being trained to fight. You they, know, um, if you know the <clears throat> Halo, like Halo world, that's like Spartans. Like they were trained to kill humans, but then um, the Covenant just happened to come and they got like sent off to go fight them. And yes, there was very much many casualties from the UNSSC. <laughs> and actually there's also another game that's pretty fun that is related to starship troopers called uh earth defense four or whatever there's like a couple of them but it is literally like the earth uh, defense force yeah earth defense force that's (laughs) it and yeah they're pretty funny it's 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 a it's like an anime gundam kind of uh uh bug killing game it's pretty funny Mm. I like the other uh, general, the, the guy who like ran their boot camp. Oh, the sergeant, or not yeah. sergeant? Oh, what the heck was this? Mister Krabs. Or... <laughs> I can't remember his name. I the guy the, voice, the guy the, the guy that voices Mister Krabs. Is that actually? <laughs> yeah, the guy that throws the, the guy that that's like that's like the guy that the There's guy that so, the guy that throws the knife, not the one that yeah. asked, not 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 the one that asks about the knife, but the one that throws the knife. Yeah, it's Mister yeah. Krabs' voice. That's that's got a voice with crabs. That's funny. He was a good character. I loved that he like really wanted to see combat. He was just like trigger happy and wanted to like. It's actually quite like, funny. I didn't realize this till like about this time, but yeah, he wanted to see combat, but he couldn't because he yeah, needed so he to, had to train be, had more to, people. Like, well, then he had to go back down if he wanted to fight. Yeah, like he, he had to go down. Game. So he, he went down it. a fucking that. rank, and he fucking caught the brain bug too, which I was like, oh. That's a cool little character art. He was a cadet. He was a pilot. That was awesome. And the thing I enjoyed too was it wasn't Rico who was the hero. It was someone else. Right. He just went off on his own and he went and did his own regular soldier duty. And um, another thing I noticed about the military tactics of all these um, of their military is numbers. They just would throw numbers after numbers after numbers. <laughs> If you guys notice, because what, do you mean? what the heck did they do for invasion? So invasion Klandathu, they sent thousands or a million fucking soldiers down there. Yet they had no intelligence of that. Those giant blue missiles or bugs shooting at you. You should probably back away once you finish unloading. Oh yeah, and they lost all their like ships because of those. Yeah, things. a lot of ships got destroyed because they fucking weren't like paying attention and, and then the yeah, fact it's actually that happened in a scene before so it's happened in one of the scenes and so the next time they're all flo- uh, you know stationed above that planet they were getting shot at again by that those blue things yeah. and you would think yeah you would think like hey we were getting shot by and destroyed by those blue flare things well they were trying to uh, get out they were they they were like okay evasive actions get the hell out of here and they start to go but then they just happened to get caught <laughs> by it and taken the fuck out yeah, there's definitely not the typical plot of, you know, the good guy and saves the world or saves everybody. Yeah. Saves everything. Like, it was kind of steering that way, but there were so many other 
characters that were on the same level of importance than just Johnny. One and then like, it wasn't even him that saved everybody in the end. <laughs> yep. Uh, the one thing I like about the brain bug scene that 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 the, the, the capture the brain bug scene that Clar- that Clarissa was talking about is um the way Neil Patrick Harris delivers it, that, like the way he narrates it, he, the way he narrates the ending. Yeah. Yeah. It was a drill instructor named Jib or whatever, <laughs> whatever, his, whatever, name whatever his name is. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, the way he captured a brain bug. <laughs> I was like, "What is that supposed to mean?" I was like, "Oh, is it that it's an important thing that the person you least expected or the person you didn't think was going to do it did it?" Like, yeah, it was very interesting how he how he worded it. Or he said it. It wasn't an officer. It wasn't. A, it wasn't. It wasn't a specialist. No, it was a drill instructor named Jim. he doesn't have he doesn't have he doesn't have a lot of total screen time but i do like i do like the times that neil Neil he's time he uh he is in there he it's pretty like interesting and like cool and it is also interesting to see like um how there's psychics in that world like there's literal people where they do actual tests to see if you are psychic or not and like that's like very interesting because i'm like well technically in human standpoint we're supposed to be able to do that eventually kind of thing and i was trying to figure out i was trying to think like well how did that happen to them and then i was realizing oh because our space travel so when you're in space you get a special kind of radiation you get gamma radiation like out the ass that doesn't really affect you but what if it affects your kids or your kids kids and blah 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 blah. and another thing i was talking about like you know how nowadays like if we go to mars it takes how, how long does it take five years to get to mars they said or something, something like, like that. that yeah yeah so sure. they'd have to start off with that for space travel so that means that those people who would be like going to far off places without their hyperdrive would come back and it's like 200 years in the future and <laughs> they're considered old like old as shit kind of thing like that would advance technology so fast and even the human population the gene pool all that would change dramatically so it's just evolution i mean it's yeah. just it eventually like generations and generations they were able to i don't know it affected him in a way that they could control the mind around them but you know he was only able to control his like ferret like his little pet and he's like yeah. oh can you do that on me it's like no it doesn't work on not humans. yet and then he's like later he was, he was like i i mean i how did he know where carmen was to even use his um powers to tell johnny where she was his feeling maybe i wonder if he was listening to the uh mayday calls or he is maybe he put like a telepathic link to rico and her because they know each other so well that it's easy for him to locate said person so like if he wanted to look for his mother he technically could kind of thing and for all we know he could have got a big boost of of being um whatever exposed to it constantly because he was part of military secret intelligence like that shit's high up there that shit's like you're not allowed to say where the hell you are like he was a colonel colonels are really high level up in the military if we had military dudes in here oh (laughs) one thing i love though is how they played on the fucking air force and army trend you know what i mean like now yeah, it is yeah, like oh the air force are like prissies kind of thing like they suck they're terrible they don't bit mechs i'm like well that i could see that because like 
the mobile infantry, they're sharing bunks. They're in communal fucking showers. They're in the nitty gritty of it. <laughs> they're nitty gritty. And then the pilots, they're living on the fucking moon. And they get to fly around. They get their own room. They get nice, nice crisp uniforms. Yeah. Get whatever food they want. <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah bias, the, the, the bias, the bias on that's kind of funny because I know in the military <laughs> in general, like the Air Force, they they talk about the Marines poorly, and the Marines talk about the Navy poorly. So it's just a cycle of biases. <laughs> <laughs> they did play on that really well. I like the um, kind of foreshadow of the three of them: Neil Patrick Harris character, and then like Carmen and uh, Johnny. Like, oh, you know, just remember, or, well, after all this, we'll still be friends. And I was like, okay, whatever, kind of a little cheesy moment. And then I, you know, I forget about Neil Patrick Harris, his character all throughout the movie until the very end where he like comes up again and it was important that he was there. It was interesting. Yeah, because he talked to the brain together. bug. Yeah. And he wanted to learn about it. And they, and, sent, and then uh, they censored them like stabbing it. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I don't feel bad though was that Carmen literally cut off its like brain stem or whatever to suck up brain. So I was like, wow, yeah. you think they you think they went back in there to go get that piece just to kind of add it to the brain bug, but oh that brain bug's so gross. So gross. That's part oh my of the God. movie, man. <laughs> the fucking real. Like, the, like the gross grotesque like vagina Ugh. lips with some fucking pimple looking body <laughs> don't remind me i can picture i wonder how they captured him though on the big net like it being a brain bug like if like, he's like really smart he walked right into the it. net <laughs> well first they get first they get past its its raw beauty and then be like okay now let's just capture this <laughs> god yeah i don't know maybe they... perfection they did say like where it was going to because they were like, hey, brain bug sighted going down this corridor, blah, 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 blah. So and the thing I'm wondering, too, is it ran away on its own. So it didn't have those little like bugs carrying it. Ew. Yeah, you so, didn't want to get blown up. <laughs> you think you yeah, got and I'm wondering if uh, the little stem nectar thing. Yeah. The brain sucker. <laughs> oh, the, uh, I hate how they made a straw sound when it was getting stuck up into yeah. it. Oh, I, I like, know oh, I've already uh, blocked that out of my brain. <laughs> you know, you drink a boba, you just see the little balls go up. That's how it reminded me of. Yeah, the little brain goo was going up it. Yeah. Oh. And I want some Thai tea. <laughs> <laughs> I want the bubble tea. You know. Oh, no, please. <laughs> oh, that sound good. <laughs> now we're all going to get some We'll get some tea after this. <laughs> eating some brains. So it doesn't eat, it eats the brains and learns from it. I don't know. Yeah. Like it just gets so the knowledge. It, it, it's able to actually somehow take control, the brains. And control, too, because it did actually control the communication guys who called the distress signal. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of, like, really, really, really scary kind of to think about. That's now, what they did to Jenkins. That's that they were alerted so they could kill us. I just love that guy. <laughs> yeah. They could kill us. Just love that guy. He's great. Yeah, so, he was. He was really good. <laughs> I have a question now for everyone. Yeah, Do you absolutely. guys believe that that kind of world could happen? Again, like where um, military might has taken over the world. There's no more democracy. It's just authoritarian, military-run world. 
That yes, but us fighting, you know, alien bugs. No, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a I believe that could happen. I I truly believe that could happen. Theory, so yeah, yeah. I, I'm yeah. a chaos theory guy, so I'm like anything that can happen might happen. So sure. I mean, mm-hmm. the year the year that we've had this year, anything could happen. Sure. Aliens coming, you know. Alien bugs that are millions and ye- millions of years advanced than humans. I, I just yeah. love all the memes of like people is like I love, I love all the memes of like people asking NASA to stop posting what you're what you're discovering. They're like, <laughs> oh, we discovered like, a new a new black hole that's slowly approaching our solar system. Just or stop. a black just, hole that's like don't need this. ten times larger than our sun, like that kind of shit. It's like, uh huh. Yeah, no, they're, they're, um, they're like, yeah. Like well, even like, here oh, on no. Earth, they found that like new. It was like frozen in a mountain, and it was like some crazy prehistoric bird looking. It looked like a dragon. There's all this. There's all this stuff. Yeah, there's all. I was like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know that, and just, just leave it where it is. <laughs> it's I like, oh, so reading, we discovered this. Just please stop. Like, no, <laughs> I remember reading about that. Apparently, in Alaska, they found permafrost, old bubonic plague uh, uh, viruses that they've <laughs> never seen in their life ever, and. Like, I, I think they contained it. I think that's what they said, but they were studying it and they're like, yeah, this shit's like there. Oh, yeah. Waiting. We know it can't be tamed. Look, we're we're living it. <laughs> the uh, virus cannot be tamed. And, and then what, it should be what is it? left like, behind it like t- where it wasn't discovered. <laughs> yep. Yep. Leave it there. It was like a, a few years ago. It was like a few years ago. It was like made public that, like, just in case if, like, shit hits the fan. Uh, this storage facility in the Arctic yep. has like all the seeds of all the species, Sweden. and then like six what? months ago, six months ago, it got destroyed. <laughs> no way! Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, it got destroyed in a storm. Uh, 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 late winter, late this late this winter. That's oh that Swedish God. storage facility of all like the backup, backup. It's store. It's everything. Seeds and food and yep. how to agriculture and everything like that. Yeah, Those are things destroyed. I don't want to know. It got, dis- it got destroyed. We had a backup and it got destroyed. Cool. Okay, I didn't even know we had one in the first place. But <laughs> I mean, if we get attacked by like we launch some war against some alien species bugs, and I up and join the you know military to fight them, train me not with knives, but train me where to shoot, how to kill these things. So I'm not wasting an entire like group of people Clip. to kill one big. Yeah. Well, if you notice, it does take like three. It does take like three or four of them to kill one one warrior bug usually, and like I'm thinking if they get lucky, they can hit like take down one themselves. But most of the time, it's like four people need to take down one of them, and I I would love to see them actually fight a tankard because like every single time a tank popped up, it was like they blew it up with a grenade. And holy fuck, are their grenades powerful? Apparently, like those things are like mini nukes in themselves. Like holy crap! I'm like, and you're carrying that on your person? Sometimes they're powerful. Sometimes they weren't. Like the first, some of the times they'll use them, and they, you know, have a crazy radius of explosion. And then the time where like Dizzy uses it and throws it into the bug's mouth, it only it only blew up the bug itself. Versus it could have taken it could have taken out the entire post. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, it only yeah. explored the bug's head, so that doesn't make sense. Oh yeah, it's oh, like a grenade. I think it could be like the bug's head could be much more protected some yeah, more right, than the body. So, yeah. <laughs> I just know I need to be prepared for when these things come here. 
And I love For the real. idea that they pull, like, it's like a Fallout thing where they had just have mini nukes in their pockets that they can launch at any moment. And it's like humongous fucking radius. Like, they could blow up an entire hive mind nest with one of them. Yeah, those things are crazy. I could not imagine the fucking friendly fire that could come from those. <laughs> Man, I was still tripping out when, like, that bug that they explode with the, the grenades, when they just spewed it out lava or whatever it is. Yeah. Just, like, melt yeah. the arm. Like, that lady's arm off. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, I read about that too. That's actually a real life bug. A real life bug that actually spits like acid out of oh. its front. It's, it's like acid. It's not fire. It's just, it's like acid that will decompose bugs and other things as a defense slash eating method. Well, a, a lot of bugs have the acid in their saliva. Yeah, yeah. in their saliva. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, to decompose the body and be able to eat it. Like you said, the yeah, that's pretty wild. I was like, this thing is gigantic, and not not just gigantic; it blows fire. Mm-hmm. It literally spews lava out of its mouth. That was uh, rough. Back, back to what we we're talking uh, a minute ago. I'm not going to reveal the results. So I just googled newest scary NASA discovery. Um, uh, what is it? Let me <laughs> the first thing sounds terrifying. I'm not going to click it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, ignorance is bliss. I don't want to know. I'm just happy where I am. <laughs> Discover the universe of where the Care Bears fucking live, dude. Like, come oh, on. Lord. <laughs> I just want to get out. I just want to get out of here and just hug a goddamn bear. <laughs> we need some Care Bears right now. Yeah. Well, one thing I like too, though, is that for Starship Troopers two and three, they came out with new bugs. Uh, Starship Troopers oh, no. two was interesting. <laughs> it was like it was like um uh. Anyone who's a Star Wars fan would know it from the Clone Wars t- TV show. Like, that bug that was able to take over the, everyone's minds, that's exactly what they did in Starship Troopers 2. It was it was a bug that was able to take over their mind and do whatever the hell they want with it. Yeah. It was very cool. He doesn't know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah. And then the third one actually came up with some pretty different bugs. There was a scorpion bug. So it had that warp uh, or such like plasma launcher on its back and it was like armored to crap. Then th- this is even worse. There are these bugs that literally are bombs, suicide bombers no. that just blow up. They're little roly poly balls that bounce all over the place. They oh, land, I remember that. They I've open seen it up, then. and they blow up like a yes. frag grenade. Fuck. <laughs> As if things could not get worse. Uh, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what happened in the third one. It's like, as if things could not get worse. They can go at any planet at any moment they want and everything like that. Oh, speaking of that, so that asteroid that actually killed the Buenos Aires, do you guys actually think that that was from the bugs? Yeah. No? No. Yeah. Well, they said they they explained it that they sent it, right? Yeah, because that's so what they, they colonized. Like, supposedly. But here's the thing: I'm wondering about if they colonized it. Why the hell are there bugs on Earth then? Well, they are, but they're dead. They're like dissecting nope. them. Nope. No, no, no. Bugs. They they take those from other planets oh. and use them for okay. dissecting. But there's none of that on Earth. They're gone. They're on other planets in the universe or galaxy, kind of thing. 
my thing I read about was actually that thing. Yeah, they could have uh, uh, trajectory. It might have came from that uh, system of where the bugs were. But here's the thing. Think of how slow that giant of a meteorite would take. That would take like millions upon millions of years to get to earth by the time so it's like by the time that rock hit them uh, the the bugs probably never even existed when that bug thing came up so there was like a conspiracy theory or whatever of it was like what if the federation just used this as a way to help with population control because if you guys if you, yeah, if you guys noticed, like, there was millions of people there, and that was in South America. That, like, like those stu- high school students, what? There was, like, easily a thousand students for, at that freaking prom, easily? Yeah. And that's just <laughs> high school students who are, like, graduating? Yeah, my graduating class was 950. What? Jeez. Yeah, my, my high school had 5,000 people. I graduated oh class. Oh, my God. Uh, I was going to ask, how was everyone's proms? I never got a prom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also from Canada. We don't do that kind of stuff yeah, around here. What? I did you not. Know, I didn't know. Know. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, I know. I'm from the backwater town. I know. I know. I'm not from a city. <laughs> well, I did not ship off to fight bugs after mine, so I'd say it went well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're reaching our time anyway, so anyone's got final thoughts on awesome, majestic Starship Troopers that will forever go down in history, and I'm going to show my children this. It was actually funny because uh, when I was watching like the beginning where uh, they're supposed, or everyone, well, they're getting separated and going into the whatever. What sections are going in or whatever? That's the Los Angeles Convention Center. <laughs> really? That's yeah. Funny. <laughs> I know. That's the first thing I noticed. I'm like, that's a, that's, that's Los a, Angeles. That's not even an airport. I've been to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of them use it as the airport as well as an airport. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the battlefield scenes were filmed in Wyoming, which I found. Oh boy! Oh really? <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Um, No, I thought it was a great movie to revisit, especially for me because I hadn't seen it in a long time. Um, I appreciate the production value, the storyline, and I think it was just definitely an overall fun movie, cult classic that a lot of people, I mean, I know a lot of people don't know it, so I think it'd be fun to get people to watch it again or for the first time. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's been on Netflix. No, it's not no more. It's not not anymore. It's not not for you guys, really? For me, it was. Netflix I checked last night. Ever. Yeah, I did too. Not what? there. I saw it on Prime. On, uh, Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. Amazon. Oh yeah, you were watching Amazon. Oh, that yeah. thing was on Netflix forever. I've I've watched. I think I've watched that five times alone just on Netflix. Wow. I think what they uh, do I saw, Netflix. I've, I remember seeing it uh, like being recommended, but so I'll, I'll put it like I'll put on like an RPG, like a game I can like not pay attention to, and I'll put like this Starship in the background. It's like oh, bus fight. Dizzy, no! I'm like, okay, let me pause. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, we'll catch Starship Troopers on Amazon Prime then. Uh, yeah, oh, right. very nice. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're in Canada, watch it on Netflix because it's still there, apparently. Yeah, I, thought it was yeah, gone. I really thought it was gone because I, like, I remember it being there, and then I was like, for sure, thought it just was gone. They took it off, but no, it was there today. And I was like, oh, cool. All right, I'll watch it. <laughs> 
Sounds sounds good. Oh yeah. Anyway, so I haven't got anything else to say to the folks at home who are on drive. Where the where the fuck you drive? Watch this. Listen to this thing. I'm I'm guessing. Look forward to next episode. You'll get to see our wonderful our wonderful season finale of and our faces apparently. <laughs> yeah, you actually can see oh, people's no. faces this time because we are oh, doing God. the video podcast. I'm gonna have to put a and... pants and a shirt on. Damn, I feel um, like dude, this wanna... I mean, yay! Maybe, maybe yeah, me and so Arthur we... will just keep promoting our OnlyFans account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can catch Clarissa and Isabel yes. hosting. The next and final episode of season two, Star Wars, A New Hope. Yes. I think it's perfect timing, too, because they just launched Tom Talk. Yes. um, Catch Tom Talk every Friday. Planned it. (laughs) No, actually, I didn't. (laughs) It just happened by coincidence. Even more more clever, Ivan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Plausible um, deniability. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Um, and then catch Darrell and Caleb. Yeah, no, Arthur. So, wait, Arthur. Oh, Arthur. Yes, Winners for Life podcast every Saturday. Every Saturday. Every Saturday. Ellie and myself just uh, were, we were guests on this recent episode too. Nice. A lot of fun. There's been so many gaming news. I feel like I feel like we almost have to record twice a week now. There's just been so much stuff that's happened like, Dude, the past for real. There's a lot, yeah. Cool. <laughs> squadrons just came out. Oh, so much. So much Save it for it. Save it for it. Don't yeah. worry about uh, it. And then we have one more podcast coming out, which the ball's now rolling on that one. So hopefully by next week we can announce it. Um, and then uh, Ooh, yeah, right. on talk, um, you guys can actually catch the video podcast on YouTube on Friday as well from the pilot episode and the new episode. Um, so they will both be up on, on Friday. Hey. Watch us on YouTube hey. and listen to us on Apple or on Spotify. Thanks everybody yes. for listening. Thanks, guys. Hope Thank you guys you. Are, catch you next everyone week. Everyone who's Kelly. listening, and yeah, we'll be on our season finale next week, and it'll be a grand old time, and we'll be on to <laughs> season three Woo! in October. Booyah! Booyah! <laughs> yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Nerdy Bunch podcast. Our podcast is produced and edited by Ivan Gonzalez. Music intro is by Leo Music. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Links are located in the podcast description. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast to listen to the latest episode. Papa Booey. Papa Booey. Papa Booey. Papa Booey. I probably just fucked it all up. Papa Booey. Papa Booey.